You are listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie and I'm a wife, mother of four, and the creator of the blog Simple Living Made Simple, formerly winging it on the homestead. I am far from an expert, but I am learning and growing and figuring the simple living self-sufficiency thing out as I go. I love to help encourage modern mothers to incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. Join me this season as I interview homesteading experts on a variety of timely and important topics and share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Hi guys, welcome back to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. I am so excited to be back recording podcasts uh, because it has been a little while. Um, We've had a rough couple months, uh, mostly because of teething babies, sick babies, um, things of that nature. So it has been really hard for me to produce podcast episodes, even though I have quite a few that are in the pipeline, getting them out, getting them recorded and edited has been difficult. So I wanted to jump in now after I've taken this little unplanned break with an episode, a solo episode where I'm just kind of giving you a little background and talking about really what what has helped me in the last couple weeks and months with overwhelm. Because I think so many people deal with overwhelm, whether it's, you know, they're, so, they're stretched thin among parenthood, spouse, being a spouse, and a all your relationships and all your duties, so many things that people have on your plate and how to balance them all. Believe me, I am far from an expert in any of those things. But I do know that I have a couple things that are my go-to coping mechanisms, if you will, on how to help me deal with periods of extreme overwhelm when it comes to motherhood and keeping the house and making sure everyone's fed and all those things. So I'm just going to be talking about a little bit about that today. It'll probably be a shorter episode. And then upcoming weeks, I have some really awesome guest uh, episodes that have been sitting and waiting. And I'm just finally so excited to be sharing them with you. So uh, at the time of recording this, it is mid-November. And I have been trying to record this for about a month and a half. But like I said, I've had... We have a toddler, we have an infant who's almost one. So we have a two and a half, two and a half year old and a almost one year old. And I have two older boys, six and five. Uh, And I'm, I don't even know how far along I am. I am pregnant, probably about four or five, (laughs) I should know, right? Five, five months or so with um, our fifth child. So it's been a little crazy over here. And I've learned that there are like five things that are my go-to coping mechanisms when I am overwhelmed and things just seem to be a little out of control. But the first thing that I do is I understand that any period of time that you're experiencing is seasonal. It's a season. It's, I wouldn't say seasonal. Seasonal tends to be more cyclical, which sometimes it will come back around. But it's temporary and it is a season that you are going through and it is not going to last forever and it will then morph into maybe an easier uh, phase of time or maybe a more difficult phase of time. But 
it is always changing. Your current situations are always changing. So like right now, when I hit a period where my um, uh, almost one-year-old was no longer sleeping very well, and she was waking up many, many times throughout the night, and she uh, was her, her temperament changed where she was not happy and get lucky. She was always um, fussing and just a lot more required a lot more attention and hands-on um, attention from myself. So once I hit it, you know, you know, that's not going to be how it is forever. And there's a couple things that I did to deal with that because I was losing sleep but on both ends, I was staying up later because she was waking up many times and then she was waking up early. So I wasn't getting the early chunk of time that I normally do in the morning to work on uh, business type stuff or get myself ahead for the day, those kinds of things. So I was really burning it on both ends as far as the sleep. And so the first thing is to understand that it is temporary and that that's not how it's going to be forever. She will return to a normal sleep schedule. Uh, it may re- it may even be better on the end of this season. Uh, in addition to that, a couple of weeks into her, I mean, she has like, she got four upper teeth at once. So it was a rough couple of weeks as far as that goes. But then she got sick. She got RSV. Um, my two-year-old got RSV. And if you've ever had, which I'm sure uh, you moms with other, with multiple kids have had two sick babies at the same time and you're kind of bouncing from one room to the other you have very little sleep so yeah so just knowing that it's temporary and so not letting it completely overwhelm you and knowing there's an end in sight is very important for your sanity uh since we're on the the topic of sleep since you're losing sleep that it becomes a priority so i prioritize sleep and meals during these times when i'm feeling really overwhelmed as far as sleeping, uh, because I was burning it on both ends and I was staying up later and I was up several times through the night. It was like I had a newborn again. And then she was up early. What I had to do then was really prioritize my sleep. So I had to put the business, you know, kind of on the back burner. So in the evenings, once all the other kids were asleep, I was not focusing on my business. I was going to bed early, which is very difficult for me because I I work late. I try to work late or I try to get up early. So it's really hard to try to get an extra hour of sleep um, while I could or trying to really prioritize my tasks throughout the day where if I if it's something that if I have a duty or a task, it's something that I can do um, when the kids are awake, even if it's more difficult. I save that for when the kids are up and I'm on, you know, taking care of the kids. Uh, some there are some things I absolutely cannot get done if the kids are awake. Taking a nap is usually one of them. Although I could maybe snooze once if the girls are sleeping. My two younger ones are sleeping and the boys are, you know, occupied with something. I can rest my eyes. But as far as actually taking a nap, I can only do this at very specific times. So I would prioritize those uh, and work kind of fell to the back burner. Um, as far as meals go... Meals become the priority. So when I wake up in the morning and I feel frantic because I didn't get that hour or so uh, morning head start ahead of everyone, which is really important for me, is to at least get some period of time 
in the morning uh, before anyone else gets up to help me get started on the day. If I'm not getting that, then I start to um, panic a little bit. Like when I wake up because other kids are up, because the kids are up, it's that's difficult. So I make sure that I wake up and I have meals planned. I know what I'm going to make. That's like first thing. Um, because I know I easily forget when uh, throughout the day as things start to get a little bit more chaotic. So my number one priority, even though it always is, is to make sure my family's fed. You know, no one gets hungry. Uh, meals aren't always uh, a really great meal every night, but no one ever goes hungry. But I make sure that that is forethought on my mind is meals. Make sure that the people that you're taking care of are fed. So it sounds obvious, like, yeah, you do that anyways, but when you're not under stress or overwhelmed, meals tend to come a little bit more easily for me. And yeah, so those are my priorities, prioritize sleep and meal meals. Uh, let's see. So uh, another thing that I do, or I try to do when I'm overwhelmed is I think just like, like I said before, being aware of it, being aware that you're in one of these more difficult times and knowing that it's temporary, but that awareness allows you to stop and kind of strategize on how you're going to best deal with this. And believe me, I am still learning how to do this, but it is one thing that I know through having four kids and one on the way is that things are always changing and it's temporary. So once you're aware that you're in one of these more difficult times, then it's much easier to strategize. And one of the, another thing that helps me through this time is to stop saying no to like extra stuff, doing extra things. And that's just a practice I try to do anyways is not saying, immediately saying yes to every activity that comes up or every opportunity that comes up. Um, because with four kids and I'm trying to, I'm homeschooling and, you know, just trying to manage everything that you can easily quickly get overwhelmed by the amount of activities that can fall on your plate. Uh, but I am extra intentional about saying no during these periods of overwhelm. And that becomes kind of like intentional thing is not only do I, well, first of all, when I find out I'm in one of these seasons and I'm just going to call it that, that sounds like very clinical or weird, but, um, I don't know. It's kind of how I look at it. Cause I look at everything kind of through a seasonal cyclical lens, but these, these times um, of overwhelm are, you know, during these seasons, I uh, take it, I take a look at my calendar and I see what I can get rid of. If they're extra play dates, even though we love to do our play dates, we love our, um, our group of people that we do, our homeschool groups that we, you know, go to the park with and everything. If I can slim them down a little bit, it helps me manage things better. And if I'm the one managing things better, it goes a lot smoother for everyone else. And I know that we can always pick those things back up at the end uh, when we get over this hump. And then also st just stop saying yes to things altogether during these time periods. It's hard. Uh, it's hard when things, especially during a busy season. Uh, luckily this time around, it was September, October, when we were going through the the thick of it and it was kind of a slower time, you know, the summer activities were over. We haven't quite hit the holidays. So it was a slower time anyways, which really helped. But we had just kind of jump, jump kicked or jump started some uh, homeschool groups, some play dates, some 
um, park meetups, that kind of thing that I kind of scaled back on. Let's see what else. Um, another thing that I do and is to ask for help is something that I don't normally do. I mean, I am very grateful and very blessed that we have so much help as far as my parents um, and other family. But my parents specifically are, you know, help us with the kids all the time. My mom's always helping me just kind of make those tie up those loose ends and make those, you know, um, there's extra errands if I need help or she'll be running the store and she might grab me something if I need something. So those things help immensely, but I'm not always asking for it. And I know that during these times I will actually ask for help and that's a little bit more difficult. I don't normally like to ask like that for help. Um, I do pride myself on getting most things done and doing things, keeping everything afloat without help. But like I said before, we're really blessed. So um, it kind of just all falls into place. But asking for help during these times is definitely necessary. All right. So the last thing, because there's kind of three, five. So going through them again was understanding, just first of all, understanding and being aware that this is a temporary season. It's temporary. It's going to be okay. <laughs> there's going to be an end to your kids being up all night long teething. Or, um, you know, if someone's like sick in the hospital, there's going to be an end. There's going to be over the hump, that kind of thing. Um, so it's temporary and you can get through to the other side. Uh, uh, prioritizing sleep and meals, making sure that, because usually what, in that case, what happens to contribute to my overwhelm is a lack of sleep. So when I'm not getting sleep, that's when I become more overwhelmed. So prioritizing sleeps and making sure the people that I take care of are fed. And also when it comes to making sure that your family is fed, that becomes like number one priority. But also I don't feel bad if I buy takeout. I don't feel bad if my meals aren't the best those days. It's just about making sure my family eats plenty of food. And then saying no to the extra stuff. So just like slimming down your schedule as much as possible and not feeling bad about it because you're going to be picking it all back up at the end. Or you may find that you don't, it's a perfect opportunity to uh, scale back in some areas and get rid of those unwanted activities. Um, ask for help was number four. Asking for help is definitely important. And then the fifth one is to get organized. Well, I am just overwhelmed and I don't know. I kind of, I start feeling like I don't know what direction to go to go in and um, I get organized. And that sometimes is just really simple. Sometimes it's just a brain dump, which is grabbing a piece of paper and writing everything that I'm thinking about doing that I need to do, that I need to focus on accomplishing, writing it all down, getting it out of my brain onto paper that act alone is really refreshing and therapeutic in that you it's all floating around in your head. And once it's on paper, you can kind of look at it and you realize that it's maybe not as much as you think. And that's a really good revelation to have that it's not as overwhelming as you feel. A lot of times you feel it's overwhelming because you're tired because you're, you know, you're letting things slide, you're dropping some balls. So you feel like everything you have is a lot when really, when you look at it, it's not, um, too much for you to handle. And then organizing that. So I tend to go overboard when I start getting a little chaotic. Um, I start being like, okay, I need to plan every second of my day, which is over overload. And I know that, and I don't hold myself to that. 
I know that that almost will make it worse for me because if I try to stick to a schedule in times of chaos, um, I'll, it just will be harder and I won't, I won't make it unrealistic, but feeling like I can have some kind of control by creating a schedule and looking at it and kind of giving myself at least a guideline of, okay, how do I want my day to go? What are all the things I need to do? How can I schedule all these things? I tend to become even more organized and, and plan, you know, generating plans than I normally am. Um, it's, and honestly, that whole cycle I know about myself is that it's cyclical. I tend to plan really well when I'm overwhelmed. And then uh, once these times of overwhelm pass, I tend to like relax a little bit, rebel, I guess, a little against the schedule and um, be a little bit more free with how I manage things. And then I kind of feel overwhelmed again because I'm, I'm dropping the ball. And that's something that I need to work out myself but I'm aware that it's a cycle that I have. So that's, um, that's, you know, just kind of for myself, but yeah. So those five things really help, um, in our season, seasons of overwhelm with four really small children. I mean, we, right now we have four, six and under, and one will be here in April. So at that point we will have five, six and under, and it's a little crazy over here, but it's a lot of fun and uh, it's a lot of adjustments for everyone, but um, we're very blessed in being able to do this. So I just kind of wanted to give you, when I was thinking about how to um, get jump back into this podcast, I've really lo- dropped the ball. Although I will, as far as homesteading and simple living things, I haven't done much. Um, we wrapped up our garden, although I haven't put my garden to sleep yet. Uh, we may be able to do that soon, but um, it's just kind of staying there. But we wrapped up our, our preserving. We moved our chickens that we bought. I don't know if I remember if I mentioned this or not, but we bought um, six new chickens on a, on a whim beginning of September. And um, we just moved them out to the coop. They're still separated from the other our original chickens, but they are hopefully getting to know each other through a fence and I can release them together in maybe a week or so. So as far as that, as far as other things go, um, it's been kind of slow going. So I didn't have too much coming back to discuss. And I just thought this was really um, relevant and time, time worthy as far as um, what we were experiencing over here. So again, let me just go through those again. Five things that I do, make sure that I do when I'm overwhelmed. Understand that this is a temporary season. I prioritize sleep and meals. I start saying no to all the extra stuff. I ask for help and I get organized. And those things have helped me get through. And we're on the other side. Like like my youngest is doing very, very well. Um, finally past those teeth, thank goodness. Okay, in the next couple months, I have some... Uh, new episodes coming out some guests that have been sitting in the queue that i'm really excited about and um yeah so i hope everyone's getting ready for the holiday season and i will see you in the next episode thanks for joining me thank you for listening to this episode of the simple living made simple podcast i have a brand new guide out that is just perfect for this time of year The Ultimate Fruit and Vegetable Seasonal Guide is now available and you can grab it for free at www.savemyveggies.com. 
If you are like me, you have thrown away produce that you just never got a chance to use. I used to do this all the time. Especially this time of year, as my harvest starts coming in, it can be difficult to properly store everything and make sure I either preserve it in time or use it up. That's why I created this guide. This guide has everything you need to stop wasting fruits and vegetables that you either grow yourself or purchase at the store. Learn how to properly store 25 plus fruits and vegetables to help them stay fresher longer. This guide also includes a month by month seasonal timeline so you know when to stock up on inexpensive and high quality fruits and vegetables to save you time and money. Again, you can grab that free guide at www.savemyveggies.com. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have a topic suggestion for the podcast, please email me at info at wingingitonthehomestead.com.